0: Father, I just thank you and I praise you, Lord, for this word. I thank you uh, that it will land in the heart of those that need to hear it. For those that are on the replay, um, just let them hear a word in season that will give them what they need to move their lives to the next level. So I wanted to take this moment to... Uh, share with you what I believe this next uh, this next decade is going to be. You know, we're so excited about 2020 and the opportunity of coming into a new year. But the first things first is the title of this is called Future ready are you future ready so i want to define two things first future and ready so that in the context in which i share what the lord has placed on my heart to give you you will understand what i'm talking about so the first thing future is defined as what is going to happen it is an expectation of advancement or progressive development all right. So just get that in your mind. So when I say, are you future ready? Are you future ready? So this idea of future, it's defined as what is going to happen. It is an expectation of advancement or progressive development. So when I say to you, are you future ready are you thinking about the space in your life that uh this advancement is going to come and that you are seeing progressive development in your life future ready now the word ready this i absa 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 absolutely love is the word ready means prepared for immediate use so now are we putting this together if you are future ready then you are going to believe you're going to know you're going to have a sense about this is going to happen right but your readiness is going to be the difference in your ability to have this progressive development in your life and that word ready means for immediate use all right y'all so pray with me because i've been on this for a minute Just thinking about how to to share some of these things that have been, you know, I took this entire week and just really separated from everything, uh, spent time with my mentor and spiritual mother, just digging deeper and deeper uh, into the space that I believe God wants us to know about as believers. You know, you're hearing words like futurist. These are the people that are in this space, whether it's robotics, whether it's longevity, whether it is artificial intelligence, augmented reality, virtual reality, and really coming into this place to understand what is actually coming in the future. I feel like I am, I've always been this person. If you know me personally, you know I'm the techie person in the in the community or in the tribe. I'm the person that's constantly, I'm an early adopter on uh, so many first versions because I'm I'm right there on the edge. I'm looking for the next trend. And then the thing that that really makes me somewhat unique is that I have a high intelligence level that has the ability to take highly technical, scientific, mechanical things and break them down to the basic levels. I am a high thinker and I'm also an executor. And so it's a wonderful gift mix that God has given me. And so how I think about the future and how the Lord works with me to prepare for immediate use. Stay with me. Stay with me, people. Share this broadcast with your people. It is not a normal hallelujah message. It's going to be insight about this decade of what you need to be doing or what you can should consider and start paying attention to some things. Okay. So this idea of being future ready is making yourself. Here's something that I really want you to capture. This this broadcast might be maybe an hour or so for me to get through this this content. Um is what I want you to consider for the next decade. I know that you probably got a great Uh, what do you call it, theme about what you're going to do for 2020. Maybe it's vision, maybe it's uh, whatever your word, maybe it's focus, whatever the great message you might have heard yesterday bringing you into the new year, but you have to awaken to this next de- decade and beyond to start to consider. We're gonna experience the greatest transfer of wealth in the next decade. Simply put this way, 5G is going to connect the planet and probably the next 36 months, the entire planet will be connected. Now, the reason why I'm telling you because I'm telling you these trends, you got to begin to pray and ask God, give me insight for the trends that are happening. The one thing that I have learned is that if you start to see statistics about things, then there's a whole nother underworking already happening the the statistics, the statisticians the um marketing people, the advertising people, they're years ahead of us. Trust me, they're not celebrating 2020. What they are celebrating in 2020 is what they predicted in probably 2010, 2015, and they're seeing the fruit of those predictions. And so, like for instance, how many more people will be using the internet with the expectation of 5G being released on the earth and how that rollout is going to impact the things that are connected to the internet which we call internet of things. So y'all tell me if I'm if I'm over your head or if you're following. Just just give me a thumbs up, give me a heart or give me something that lets me know that we're moving in the same space. Ask a question if you have it. Welcome home Alexis. You're loved and appreciated. So this whole idea of Internet of Things, which is IOT, Internet of Things, you're limited. I'm here to wa- awaken you, DeAndrea, to look beyond the things that you're connected to, like your phone, your iPad, uh, maybe an Alexa, maybe uh, your thermostat, maybe your refrigerator, your appliances. All of these things are identified as smart items of smart TVs, smart appliances, smart cars. Okay. Now, this is so important for you to understand. And I'm not saying no fear here. But what I am here to do is put forth a clarion call to the body of Christ to awaken to the possibilities of the greatest transfer of wealth that is coming in this decade. And it's going to move much faster than you think. The reason for that is 5G is going to position the planet in an in instantaneous communication. Let me tell you how powerful this is. When you think about how technology, how communication was spread from person to person, from nation to nation, uh, what, in the 1700s, the 1800s, and now the exponentiality of what is happening through this transition or this transaction of communication that is now with 5G is instantaneous. When we think about this, to put it in perspective, is when you think about your communication, I mean, I can go back to my own life and see the progression of technology, and what I mean by that is this progression of technology. When I was, I think I was 12 or 13 years old, we were doing dial-up, and it would say, uh, uh, you know, tick tick, 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 tick for that dial for those seven numbers, and in the community I lived in, we only had to use four, thank God, and then as Technology progressed. We could no longer get on that party line. We had to put all seven, and my God, it felt like it was going to take forever to make that connection. So now we're talking instantaneous access, instantaneous. And I asked my, let me see if she gave me that scripture, Amos nine thirteen. She showed up for me because we were. was talking about, talking about this with my friend Bittamy in in nigeria asking for a scripture because the future is coming faster than you think and the reason why it's going to happen faster is because everything is going to move faster i'm going to get back to the internet of things just give me one second holy spirit i thank you lord show us things to come In the name of Jesus, I'm here to awaken you to the possibilities of the greatest transfer of wealth that is coming in this decade. And unless you are conscious, unless you place a demand on the intelligence of God that is within you, there is no greater futurist than the believer because the Holy Spirit is within us. He tells us things to come. And we're going to have to be a people that will place a demand on the Holy Spirit to begin to tell us the things to come but see all things have been made they have yet to be revealed understand what i said it's not a google gaga all things have been made protons neutrons atoms all of these molecules this mirroring this quantum physics it's already here it is just yet to be revealed it is waiting for the right person the right um moment, the Kairos moment, the right intelligence to bring it all together, and then it will appear. We think people are just kind of doing things. Then that would make God's word uh, untrue, that he created all things. See, the molecules are just here. They're just waiting to be formed by the person that places the demand on the intelligence of God that's in you. I'm just saying, but let me get to 913. Holy Spirit, thank you so much. And for those who are watching, send this to somebody you know need to hear this. Look, I'm not no normal preacher. I already know that.
1: Hmm.
0: I got an anointing for future people because i recognize uh, let me let me take this to you and i hope this is the right one this is amos nine thirteen through 15 the future is going to happen faster than you think and here's the future that i want to deposit in your heart when we think about and then i'm going to get to amos and you'll understand what i'm talking about is that when i say future what did i say future means this hold on i wrote this stuff out so i can make sure i'm accurate future means it is defined as what is going to happen. You have to understand you never do anything in the future. It always happens in the now, but the future resides in you so that it can manifest in the now. And I'll show you how. If we go back to the beginning of time and we think about, let's think about uh, Adam, all right? Adam was told, he was given, he was placed, he was placed into an assignment, Adam and Eve, and as God formed and he created them, they had a specific purpose. It is something that you are assigned to do with an expectation that it will be done. It's it's according to will. Oh my God, I got so much stuff here. Oh my goodness. Okay, here we go. So it is a, a level of expectation when God assigns you or places you in a place of assignment. He already knows he has a, a future and a hope for you, plans to do you well and not to do you harm. I'm going to get back to Amos 9.3. 13 through 15. But before I do that, I need you to understand this word future that's inside of you. This word future that is defined as what is going to happen. See, a word spoken was already incepted into your heart according to your purpose. You've heard people say things about you. They've told you who you are. They have aligned with God's ideal for you, and they've spoken a word into your heart Uh, And they've told you exactly who you are. That's a word spoken for a future moment. Hold that, future. Uh, Apostle, welcome. Uh, Apostle Coleman, you're loved and appreciated. Now, this word future means an expectation of advancement and progressive development. This this is entitled future ready. The word ready means that you are available for immediate use. Let's go to the next thing. Beyond Adam, then we have Abraham, we have Isaac, and we have Jacob. And I want you to hear what future is, what future is inside of you. Hey, Tanya, you're loved and appreciated. Welcome home. I want you to understand this word future. This word future is defined again as what is going to happen. Absolutely. Future ready. Ready means that you are available. You are prepared for immediate use. Now, let's go back to Abraham. When the Lord spoke to him, he spoke to Abraham and he told him he spoke what? future to Abraham that you're going to be a father of nations. And when you begin to think about this in the space of future ready, just think about it for a second, for future ready. All right, here we go. God speaks to him and he tells him you're going to be a father of nations a father of nations, it's going to happen. There's going to be an expectation of advancement and progressive development. What happens then? Abraham has Isaac. Isaac is a part of that future ready that manifested in a moment of time. Then Isaac has Jacob. Jacob then has Israel, the, the entire tribe. So when you think about your life, there is a word that's been spoken to you. You carry future. It is for a set time to be manifested in the earth. You what? You carry future. Are you following me? Give me some heart to something. And let me know we're moving in the right direction. When you understand that you have future, and I'm here to um, reignite future, To reset future for you today so that you're not stepping into this year, but you're stepping into this decade so that you can be who God has called you to be so that your heart can re-emerge, your soul can re-emerge into the purposes and the plans that God has for you, the future and the hope that He has for you. See, that future has been spoken. Let me make this even plainer. Let's continue. We got Uh, Abraham, Isaac, we've got Jacob, we've got David, the shepherd boy, the shepherd boy who's sitting on the side of the desert. He's sitting there doing his thing. What? Because future is already inside of him because it's going to happen. It is an expectation of advancement or progressive development. See, when we're on the backside, when we're in those moments, when we're in the moment of of, um, well, we don't know what's happening. We don't know, we can't feel it, this dark time of the soul. Future is at work inside of you. Future is stirring you, preparing you for an immediate opportunity to be used. So what we see with with David, as David is now, he is on this progressive advancement for what was going to happen, people anointed king, and all of these things, and pulled out of a place to be put into a place, but not without suffering. Let's go past David. Let's continue. Let's get to the New Testament when we think about Mary and Joseph with future inside of them. God does this, and he tells them this is what's happening in future. Oh, it's going to happen, people. That's what it is. All of us carry future for a set time for a kairos moment to happen. So are you future ready or have you forgotten who you are? Have you lost hope? Have you been so disappointed that you can't find future? So I just needed to prepare you because then we have uh, Mary and Joseph who's carrying future. They're carrying Jesus, the Savior within them. But let's go on. We even have Elizabeth who is carrying what future? His name is John, the one that's going to tell you what's coming. Oh, we can just keep going and keep going and keep going. And watch how God does this. I'll tell you one of the things that I love is about Jesus as he begins to walk in the earth and he begins to come into the fulfillment of future. The stuff that he's carrying inside, this knowing that he has inside of who he is and why he is in the earth, why the will of God is so powerful in his life, because he's future ready. Here's one of the things that I really love. And it is the, anytime you see where Jesus is taking an action, it's already because he carries future. When the woman who has the issue of of blood for 12 years, she touches him, and the essence of Jesus, the essence of future, changes her life. Why? Because at a set time it was going to happen. Because he was ready, he was already prepared for immediate use. Let me take you further. When we think about the centurion whose son was ill and he says, he goes to Jesus and he says, Jesus, my son is ill. And in that very hour, why? Because Jesus was what? Future ready. It was going to happen. He was prepared for immediate use. It was what going to happen. So you've got to know what's on the inside of you so that you can be future ready. Man, we are so amazing as believers. We should know the future better than anybody. You shouldn't be grappling and trying to figure out what's going to happen to me. The Holy Spirit is inside of you so that he can tell you things to come, so that you can operate at the levels that Jesus operated. And that was simply do what you see the Father doing. Say what you hear the Father saying so that you can be what? In an instant and all at once. Let's go to Amos 9.13. Some of y'all might have to leave and come back and rewatch this, but I'm going to go and get all this out. You hear what I'm saying? I'm going to just get it out because I feel like I'm, I'm under that anointing. But Amos 9 13 through 15 says, Yes, indeed. This is the message Bible. It says, Yes, indeed. It won't be long now. God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast, your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other. So as soon as. As Jesus said it to the centurion, the his son was healed. And God is so amazing is that he will, my God, he will always call someone to ask the question. Oh, wait, till I tell you about that. I can't tell you now, but he will always tell people to ask the question. Understand. Thank you, uh, Apostle Coleman. Thank you. Um the seasons, understanding the seasons and the time, this is the time of that that you would know the exact time. And in that situation when Jesus healed the centurion's son, he says, but at what hour did that happen? Instantaneously. Now, remember I talked about 5G. Y'all got to stay tuned. Because 5G is in a millisecond, these things are happening. We've been praying for years for healing, for opportunity, for insight, for all of these things to do it. When? Now. These things are going to start to happen. But let me finish. It says one thing will happen fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once, all at once. And everywhere you look, blessings. And this is why I'm talking to you today to be future ready for the next decade. Why? Because there's blessings, there is abundance. There's going to be the greatest transfer of wealth you have ever seen. Don't be the one sitting on the sideline. I'm blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and hills. I'll make Everything right again for my people Israel. Now, here's the best part, and this is where the believer needs to awaken to what the opportunities are going to be. He says they will rebuild their ruined cities. So, here's the deal you need to pay attention what is happening in your city? What are the development plans for your city? What is the spirit of your city? Where is the spirit lacking the spiritual vitality of God? I am just saying so that when you begin to speak words, it brings things alive. You begin to look into these places. Get in position, people, so that you can be a part of that transfer of wealth for the coming generations. Most of us are going to be afraid because technology is moving this thing and it's moving so fast. You're going to just sit there and you're going to be like, oh, my God, that just happened. Oh, my God, that just happened. Oh, my God. And I'm saying, wake up be future ready. The next one, they'll plant vineyards and drink good wine. All right, now I want you to think about this for a second. They'll plant vineyards. Okay, what you need to be aware of is what are the new seeds? What are the things that are happening in your city, in your community that people are planting? Okay, I know we're talking vineyards, but see, vineyards start with seeds. Then they produce good wine. That's the end of the moment. So I want you to begin to think about where you live in the world you live, and it's not limited to that. It is a global perspective because here's the deal. By the time 5G hits this nation in three to four years, four billion more people will be on the internet. And I need you to think about this. How are you using it? How many dollars have you spent? What have you purchased? What has it done for you? There are 3.8 million people using the internet right now. In less than 36 months, and that's why you can't celebrate 2020 this year for the next 12 months and find yourself hitting the reset button again. Mm -mm. You're going to have to think bigger. You're going to have to think wider. You're going to have to cast these nets wider because this thing is going to happen so fast. It's just one thing on top of the next. One thing on top of the next. So, They'll plant vineyards and drink good wine. You better start paying attention to what's happening. What are people planting in your city? What new things are coming in your city? Oh, I got so much to tell you. I'm going as fast as I possibly can. But they'll work their gardens and eat fresh vegetables. Pay attention to everything that you're seeing. See, some people have the ability to hear a thing, And then they can activate it immediately because they're conscious. They're conscious. And see, the Bible says that he will reign on the just and the unjust. So, look, in the atmosphere, there are signs everywhere. You see them on billboards. You see them come across your feet. I'm going to give you some things that you need to start paying attention to. And I'll plant them. Plant them on their own land. And here's the thing that's so awesome about this thing, about this thing. Your future's going to move faster than you, faster than you think. Are you future ready? That is the question. Are you future ready? Are you ready for this? Are you prepared for immediate use? Because God says, then I will plant them and plant them on their own land. Let me tell you something today. There is something in your future that you've forgotten. God already spoke it to you. It was a dream. It was a vision. It was an idea. It was a hope. Oh, and he said it to you, but you didn't believe. And I'm here to say to you, arise and shine. Your light has come. This is your season. This is your moment. This is your time to awaken, to arise to the purposes of God like you've never done before. Oh, it's going to happen quick. Don't be don't be asleep. You thought you was woke in 2012. You thought you was working in the year 2000. You thought you had awakened. But now is the time that you are to, oh, this is going to get real deep in just about three minutes, people. You need to share this message with somebody. I know it. They'll never again be uprooted from the land I've given them. God, your God says so this is Amos 13 and 15, go back and read it. Because here's the, here's the point, is that I think that this is a season, I believe, woo, I believe that now we're moving into this season of fulfillment, of God fulfilling his thing through the believer who has a, look, see, here's the thing about the world. And if you're not careful, you'll give it all away. Because you're a believer and you're unwilling to trust God. Inside of you is the Holy Spirit. Thank you for sharing, Tanya. Thank you all for sharing with your friends. But inside of you is the Holy Spirit. You got the best search engine in the world inside of you. absolute. Because he knows he's the true futurist that really knows what's coming. And like I started this broadcast off, everything is already here. It's all in the earth already. The molecules, the cells, the protons, the neutrons. What God is waiting for is for the minds of men to arise. He's waiting for his people to awaken to the potentiality of what God can do for them and use them if they are prepared. This broadcast is really for the person that's like, you know what? I want to see. I want to see God's amazing purpose for me. I want to be used. And I'm not talking about, look, I love to worship the Lord. I do. I love to preach the word of God. I do. However, what I want to be a part of is the solutions before their problems. See, that's the kind of God we serve. Most people do it the other way around. They see the problem and then look for the solution. But these things are going to happen so fast that on the heels of another, God is going to give us something else. So we're looking for the hearts of people that are willing to, number one, decrease so that the Holy Spirit will increase. Don't be afraid to Place a demand on the intelligence of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So let's go on back to my little notes over here. Because here we go, people. Are you ready? Are you future ready? That's all I got to ask for you. Are you future ready? Now I'm about to jump into it because I need some believers that will believe God and ask him and place a demand on your intelligence. Stop all of this. You, you thinking too small. Stop the foolishness. Oh, I got it right here for you. This is for the ones that are ready. That means you are prepared for immediate use. You want to see your life go to the next level. You want to be a part of the change. You don't want to be the one sitting around idly watching and complaining. Because here's the deal. You will witness, if you are not a part of it, you will witness the greatest transfer of wealth in your generation that you have ever seen. But don't be a witness. (sighs) I'm telling you, don't be be an active participant. So here you go. I'm about to tell you a couple of things that can help you become future-ready. First thing is what you're hearing in this decade. You've seen a little bit, just a little taste here, a little bit of taste there, and most of us don't really know what that means. Uh, We're going to talk about AI first, artificial intelligence. And what I'm saying to you, place a demand on alpha intelligence. Place a demand on God's intelligence inside of you for a couple of reasons. We all live in the earth. We are all under the human condition. We are all faced with the issues of the earth. Okay, with that in mind, as a believer, you are going to have to place that demand on God's intelligence. Number one, we are co-creators with God. So if you're not placing the demand for the creative inspiration of God, how will you receive innovation, invention, these opportunities? How will that happen? Oh, it won't. You'll just keep moving right along and being led in this current system. So I'm saying to you, the first thing we're going to do, we're going to, yes, we're not afraid of artificial intelligence, but we're going to ask for God's intelligence. Alpha intelligence, the intelligence before the uh the foundation of the world that I can align with, that I have an inheritance to, that I have a birthright aligned with God. Woo! So we're gonna get some new intelligence. I'm telling you, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. You're gonna have to up this game. So here. The reason why you're going to need this intelligence from the Lord, some of you will be filled with fear when you start to see, you've already seen it happen. You've seen, uh, it started like in fields like the automotive in industry where robots became the means by which we could do things smarter, faster, and more effective. Okay, that's the that's what it sounds like when we are bringing in technology to replace the work that humans have done. But I'm here to say to you, there is a human condition that is happening across the world. And I'm mixing these two things together because I want you to hear, but we're believers. I'm telling you, we're the greatest futurists there is because we have the Holy Spirit. Okay, now I need you to hear this for a second. There is a human condition that is also driving this need to replace human interaction. And the human condition is the lack of divine love. Mm -hmm. you not ready? See, we call these things, um, (laughs) we call these things when I say we're absent of divine love. See, but in the business place or in the marketplace, how that's translated is customer service. How it's translated is kindness. How it's translated is consideration. How it's translated is the customer is always right. How it's translated is that it's called hospitality. How it's translated is to take initiative, do the right thing. Make a righteous choice. There was a season and a time in business where business was the golden rule. We trained for it, we were prepared for it. And then something happened in the human condition that we began to not consider. We began to not have levels of excellence that over time things can be created to replace this pitiful human condition. Oh boy. Anna, did you just say that? Yes, I did. Why? I'm talking to the body of Christ. And I'm saying to us, it is time for us to walk in the spirit of excellence. Why? Because it's the only way that you're going to be future ready, that you're going to rise above those in the marketplace. If you are excellent. Okay, here it is. It says, make yourself Rare. See the one thing about capitalism it rewards things that are valuable and rare. That's what capitalism will do. We will pay for we we find value in these things and see the way it works in the marketplace in order for you to start this business in order for you to start moving in the marketplace, we look for our customer segments. We try to identify who are the people that we're going to serve. Then when we do that, then we look at what we call the value proposition. It is all the promises that I say that I'm going to deliver to you. And if for some reason I can bring these two things into a convergence, then I'm going to create an avenue of revenue so capitalism, it rewards things that are valuable. So in order for you to become indispensable in this next decade, there are going to be just about every single industry is going to be impacted by artificial intelligence, robotics, internet of things, because it's going to move much faster. It's going to be one thing on top of the other. It's going to move so fast that you know, the one person, I just had a conversation with someone, they they have a potential of a billion dollar business that three people can run. Three people. Why? Because everything is automated. So now how will you be able to compete in this world coming? How will you be able to be future ready? Oh, girl, Lola, you in here with me, girl. So here we go. You're going to have to make yourself rare by combining two or more of your more excellent skills, gifts, and expertise until no one has your mix, until no one can do what you do. That's how you're going to become absolutely future ready. The next thing is this decade will demand of you the nimbleness, the nimbleness of reassessing your skills. If you work for our company, For an organization, and I'm telling you, the world is preparing you for it, but if you're not listening, if you're not paying attention, you'll keep in your routine. So to be future ready, you're going to have to break your routine and get out of your comfort zone, because what you will have to do is that it will place a demand on you to be nimble, to reassess your skills, your values, your beliefs, Now, look, I'm just saying, that's right, you got that word, open my eyes, because that is a declaration, open my eyes. So you're going to have to consider all of these things. As you do this, the future will move faster than you think. You must be both a spiritual and physical gymnast with an agility for change. I'm telling you in this decade, the whole idea of change is going to become the norm. It is going to be, it, it already is. We, we try to hold on to the things of the past. We try to hold on to the routine that we're doing. But what's going to happen, you are going to have to embrace change as your norm. And this is the way that you going to have the opportunity it will be your norm so here's what's going to happen the currency of the future i know it's not you we know it's not dollar bills right the currency of the future is questions what's going to make the difference between me and you lola is the kind of questions we ask do you hear what i'm saying it is the kind of questions we ask oh and if you can't figure out how to ask a question Uh, You're not ready for the future. To be future ready, you're going to have to learn how to ask questions. And the way to ask questions is you must begin to be a thinker. Again, going back to place that demand on that alpha intelligence, on God's intelligence in you. Don't let them bamboozle you with repetition. We're doing the same things over and over, rolling through your timeline, waking up, checking out what everybody is saying, and then being brought down an avenue that you have no control, but you think you do, and uh, at the end of the day, you've used two or three hours that have absolutely no value to you. Okay, I'm just saying. So you will have to learn how to ask questions, and let me just show you how to do that. Number one, you must choose to be a thinker. So right now, you know, I got so much to say, but Father, I thank you even now in this moment, in this Kairos moment where you brought this all together. I am placing a a demand on the intelligence of the Holy Spirit. You said, let this mind be in us, the mind of Christ. Father, I place the demand on the mind of Christ to be revealed to your people. Father, I thank you for the Holy Spirit who is our future, who tells us things to come, who prepares us for immediate use. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord God. Free up your people's heart. Free up their mind to become learners that there would be people that would understand the trends, that there's such a peak in our awareness, in our spiritual, in our mental, in our physical senses, Father, that you awaken us to this decade and beyond. Help us to pay attention to the words that we hear, the numbers we see, the statistics, what's happening on the uh, the global scene. Make us aware. That we're not sitting on the sideline, but we're playing in the game. Father, I'm calling forth the body of Christ. Arise and shine. Father, I'm calling forth the body of Christ to be participants and not looky-loos about what you're doing. Father, I thank you, Lord, for those that will arise and be a part of the transfers of wealth. That will be the seekers, the ones that ask questions And they find answers from you. I thank you, Lord God, in this moment. Let us receive this and awaken us and open our eyes to this decade and beyond. That our children and our children's children will benefit from this opportunity. So, Father, thank you, Lord. Teach us how to think. So, here's a formula. For a person, this is from my mentor, Al Hollinsworth. You can go to bossthemovement.com or verticalleap.com. Look up Al Hollinsworth. You can get more of his teachings. But he has been my teacher and my spiritual father for almost 30 years. He taught me this principle 30 years ago. I think I'm a great thought leader. You know, just put me in a room. I'm going to ask some questions, people. I am not afraid to ask a question. Questions are the currency of the future. And the reason why questions are the currency of the future is because I'm going back to artificial intelligence. I'm going back to 5G. I'm going back to the Internet of Things. I'm going back to search engine optimization. Primarily in about two years, 75% of all people who have phones in their hands will be voice activated. Now the kingdom of God, just for the record, is voice activated. It's voice activated. So you're going to be learning, you're going to be learning this machine, okay? You're going to be teaching it how to communicate with you. You're going to speak to it. People all over the world are going to be voice activating, so questions are the currency of the future. If you are in digital marketing, we call it key words. We call it search engine optimization. We try to find out the words that are trending so we can put it in behind the scenes so that when a person comes to that search, that search uh, box, they say, well, how can I be future ready? <laughs> uh, anybody who's talked about future ready is going to pop up. Okay, so... How can uh, artificial intelligence not take my job? See, these are all questions that you're going to ask, and questions are the number one thing that is searched. Your, your largest search engine, by the way, is Google. Your second is YouTube. Just remember that if you're in business, so if you're trying to figure something out, go to YouTube and see what happens. And what it does As the second largest search engine on the planet, it will start to fill in what people are actually searching for. I'm just saying, for you all who don't know, I do have a digital agency. And if you need some help, you can call me and let me know. That's why I know some of this stuff. But okay, so this whole idea of being future ready, questions are the currency of the future. So when you begin in the future, everything is going to be driven by questions. So when I say the difference between the two of us is going to be, in our ability to ask a question and to access information, which leads to the acquisition of knowledge. So, if you don't ask the question, and you never ask the question about artificial intelligence, you never ask the question about um, how something works. But I do. What it does, it gives me greater access to the acquisition of knowledge. So, behind the scenes. I know you, you just kind of going, you might put something in, but when you learn the power of questions, it's going to change everything. Watch and see what happens in three years. Everything, if it takes that long, is going to be searched by a question. It's going to be the number one thing. It already is at the top of search engines, but it's going to be how the world works. That's why it's going to be the currency of the future. That is why asking the right questions will get you to the right table. So the way the formula works, it is thinking, questions, answers, choices, actions, results, outcomes. Did you get that? So we've got thinking leads to questions so stop putting your mind down somewhere stop giving your mind over to futile things stop going zombie we use these devices these are computers in our hands and this is a part of your future readiness okay are you hearing me this is a part of future readiness is choose you're going to choose what you consume that's a part of you being future ready Now, let me tell you how technology works, okay? The way they prepare us or they train us, they train us based on notifications. What we do know in psychology is that people will do what you tell them to do. For instance, if you don't want people to throw paper on the floor when you go into a bathroom, right? But you want them to hit that trash can every single time. They've done studies after studies just put up a little note, sticky notes. Put up a note, please put paper in the trash can. What they see happen is that this thing, the results go up like 95 to 100%. Everybody hits the trash can. All right, so now take that same example. When we started with our iPhones, we didn't have all those notifications. Then after two or three iterations, we ended up with notifications, oh, like I'm doing your favor. And here's the deal. This is how you know they're introducing you to something and they're guiding you. What it does, if the default is on, okay, and not off, that gives me an opportunity to choose it. That's how we know they're getting ready to prepare us for something else. Does that make sense? So when you have your new, um, like when your phones update, go to your notifications. You need to check them because they're probably going to be on default on OWN, right? So that you get all this crap. But you're going to have to turn that off. That's the first thing is turn off those notifications. Turn off the bubbles. Turn off all the banners. Turn all that so that you can choose how to consume this stuff. You want to be future ready? I'm telling you. I'm sharing with you. How are you going to be future ready? The future is brighter than, you're, than you think, you know, and let me tell you, there's so much abundance in the earth and there's so much goodness in the earth that it is happening at light speed. We don't get to hear all of that, but when you think about poverty and the decreasing of that, people's opportunity, their uh, lifespans, their health care, all of that stuff, it's changing. It's changing. Which list is that, Christina? Oh, yes. Go, going back, let me give you the thinking piece. If you think, then you ask what? Questions. Most people don't ask questions. And the reason why you don't ask questions is because you were told to be quiet you were told to raise your hand. You were embarrassed that if you did raise your hand, you'd ask a stupid question. You're trained not to ask questions. So we've got to rewire our brain to say, you know what? God gave me this thinking because I've already prayed for you to have place a demand on the alpha intelligence that's on the inside of you, the Holy Spirit that's on the inside of you, the mind of Christ that's on the inside of you. And see, when you have the mind of Christ, what you will realize is that you don't need to know anything. All you need to do is repeat what God does you have to have the high the you don't even have to be the smartest in the room you just need the longest antenna you need the one that just snap in there in that 5g in the spirit and hear and do and see what god is saying So that you can then ask the right question. Because here's how it works. When you ask the question of someone, it is going to cause that person to think about what they're asking. It's going to cause that person to think about what they are considering. It's going to cause that person to think about what they're offering you. So I'm just saying, thinking, questions. So it goes thinking questions, thinking, you know, when we start to communicate, but this world has gone so haywire, we don't even think in question, think in question, because we don't communicate anymore. We don't talk to each other. We all come together and everybody's on their phone. We text each other while we're sitting at the table because we can't get each other's attention. Why? Because then there can be no what? Questions, answers, choices, actions, outcomes. So life is about what? Questions, thinking, questions, thinking, questions, so that we can begin to compete in this future. So I'm saying become a person of what? Questions. Write out questions, a whole bunch of, we were taught those, how many of five or six? Who, what, when, why, how? If you just got those, you're in, you're in great shape, but you must begin to practice using questions and stop just volunteering an answer. Ask a question. Get more information so that you can make a better choice. You can make a right choice. You can take a right action. You can get the right outcome and results. Questions. The currency of the future. Whew, man, I'm almost done. Well, almost. I might have to do this in a couple of sessions. I think I might just have to do that. So I want you to think about this. These are the possibilities. The possibilities of the future. Okay? Okay. So how will you be future ready? Wake up from your slumber. I took the time to write some of this stuff before I got on so I can make sure that I remembered. In this decade, you will see the reality of the Jetsons. You will be users, benefactors, and capitalists of the exponential growth in access. You will have access to living longer. You will access knowledge, and solutions before problems appeared. appear. This is a new decade of change. And change will become our norm because it will happen at light speed. One thing on top of the other. It will happen all at once. You know, the way we actually evolved, we evolved through first thing was crisis Change and crisis is when something happens and there's only a reaction time available. The next thing we, the how it evolved is it went in from crisis to evolving to evolve into change, but it's moving so fast that you can't even evolve. And, evolve, and evolving means that you're accepting the change that is coming. You're thinking about it. But this is just going to happen so much faster that you won't even have time to evolve. And let me tell you why this is so important. 5G is not evolving from 4G. It is an entirely new system. It under. It, it isn't even a part of the 4G network. There will be some parts of the country that are still on that, but the moment everybody is on five g there's going to be a connection across the planet. It is not your same network that you're on it's going to be an entirely new network either they're going to figure out how to upgrade these phones or we all going to put, eventually we will all get rid of them and have five g ready phones that will be for immediate use. Some of you are seeing your um Telephone companies or mobile companies actually spreading, you know, they've opened their networks. T-Mobile is one that is touting that they're the first network and have the most networks or connections around the United States. But they only have two phones that can work on that network. This one won't work. I'm still trying to, can you hear me now? So at the same time that all of this is happening, it's going to happen all at once. The possibilities are going to be endless, but do not be afraid, be awake, be filled with the intelligence of God. You start asking the right questions. You start seeing things around you. Say, hey, how can I do that, Father? Give me a dream. Give me a vision. Give me an invention. Inspire the the breath of God to inspire. Inspire me in my dreams. I give my life over to you. Every time I lay down, speak to me. Regenerate my mind. Regenerate my heart while I am sleeping in the deep sleep. Now, this is what's so amazing. When we think about uh, artificial intelligence and the kinds of words that they use, they use words like... <coughs> deep learning. You know, this is deep learning. Listen, you already wired that way. When you go to sleep, you enter into your alpha waves first. Okay. I'm saying placing intelligence on the alpha intelligence of God in you. When you start to go to sleep, then you go to beta waves and all of this is preparing and rewiring your brilliance. And God is, he will teach you in your dreams. He will teach you why while you sleep. See, the night belongs to God. I give my mind and my body and my spirit to God to work in my mind, to regenerate my mind. When you go into realm sleep, many of us are not sleeping. So therefore, you can't even go through the process for all of that crap inside of you to be dumped. Do you see what I'm saying? So that your brain can be regenerated. But this artificial intelligence is what's called deep learning. Everything it learns, it needs a lot of data, a whole lot of data to learn one simple act. So as much data as they can get in it, they start to see, oh, and we're teaching them the data. Every time you search, you're teaching them. Every time you ask a question on Alexis, you're teaching these systems how to work and how they can be not smarter, but they will do the calculations so much faster than the human brain. So therefore the outcomes are going to be different. So, but when you think about this, you have intelligence. Number two, how are you going to be future ready? Future ready is you need to go to sleep. Oh, I know that's a big one. That was a big bomb, wasn't it? You need to go to sleep, people. You need to turn these lights out Number one, this, this color is the wrong color for you to enter into the alpha waves, the beta waves, and then enter into your deep sleep where God regenerates your brain the way you've been wired so that it can dump all that crap out of your subconsciousness and prepare you for a new day. He says, listen, you get new mercies every day, but if you're not taking taking advantage of this opportunity by, you know, turn that cra- turn it off, off. Don't be the, the what do you call it, first responder. Go to sleep. That's your number two. Go to sleep. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> so consider how you use the internet. Will you be future ready? Will you be future ready? Go to sleep. Consider how you are connecting yourself considering what are you consuming. I'm telling you people, go to sleep. God is the God of sleep. This is his moment that he gets to deal with you in the deepest place of who you are. When you go into those realms, it's a deep place. Give it to God so he can start rewiring your brain. Hey, Angie, you're loved and appreciated. All right, so will you be future ready. I'm going to give you a few things that you can walk away with. I've probably given you a whole lot already. I'm going to have to listen to the replay myself. Number one, manage your life. Stop being a consumer. Start to be a producer. Again, we're praying that we're going to place a demand on God for our intelligence, that he will increase our intelligence, help us to ask the right questions. Questions are the currency of the future. So we're going to start asking God show us. We're going to give more of our time to eternity, more of our life, thank you, Holy Spirit, to eternity rather than time. See, this will always keep you in time, right? But you've got to turn that off so you can get some of your life back, so you can spend some time in eternity. You can spend some time with God in that space where he can pour his hope into you so that your future will burst with hope, okay? Next one is, all always out of order. Consider how you use your time, okay? Time is here to keep you, t- 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 but time will always let you know you're not in eternity. Number three, ask God for an invention. I dare you to do it. Dare you to ask God for an invention. Dare you to ask God to inspire you while you sleep. Dare to ask you to do it. Ask for an invention. Ask God for keen revelation. Ask him for keen revelation. You need a super supernatural revelation to pay attention to what's happening in this decade, not this year. We need to be looking in the future. We need to be setting ourselves up for this transfer of wealth. You need to be asking for an invention. You need to be asking for software as a service. You need to be asking for something for an app. You need to be asking God how to communicate with those 4 billion people that are gonna be online in the next 36 months. And how will you position yourself? Don't wait, be intentional about reskilling. This is where, okay, start opening your heart to be a learner, a learner of learner, that this is in this next decade, I don't care when you were born. I spoke to a woman the other day, she's 72 years old, and she's like, I said, I was like, what do you do? She said, oh girl, uh, I retired, but then I went back to school, I wanted to take a computer class, but then I figured out I was really good at it, so now I opened a computer school and I do websites and all that. She's 72. That was never her profession. Why? Because she's a learner. And I'm saying to you right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, help the body of Christ become learners. I love the scripture. I believe it's Isaiah 50, uh, maybe 50 and four. He wakens me morning by morning. Uh, and he teaches me these things like that of a disciple so that in the right time, I will have a word for the weary. So, Father, I'm saying help us to be learners. Help us to be the people that are we're open to the opportunities and not uh, complainers, not talking about what we can't have, but rather what we can become. And so, Father, I thank you and I praise you for that. Make me a learner. Oh, the next one is, uh, don't be lazy, people. Stop being lazy. I know you think you're busy and stuff, but stop being lazy about your brilliance. Stop being lazy about the Spirit of God in you. Stop being lazy about the opportunities that we have to prophetically see what's going on around us. Stop being lazy and looking to other people to tell you what to do. To not be lazy is going to require you to spend time with God. Give your heart, give your mind, give your spirit over to God so that he can put in the deep places in your heart and in your consciousness. Oh, my God. You know, the Bible says, I believe it's in Hebrews. Uh, Is it Hebrews? Um, Hold on. Might be Hebrews. Hold on. Hold on. Look at God. Mm-hmm. don't be lazy come on people hebrews 9 11, and 28 it talks about us knowing um the lord but then it talks about your consciousness so hebrews 11 says but christ came as a high priest of the good things to come see most people don't even see that part of the good things to come that would be called future okay With the greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands, that is, not of this creation, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, he entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal, obtained eternal redemption. And what that basically is telling us is that, you know what, the Christ came because there are better things in the future. And he gave his own life. He became that sacrifice. And for it, if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer, sprinkling the unclean sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh, and that's what you need to hear. See, all of that stuff was so that the flesh could be fu- purified. That one more year, we could get some grace and still be able to live, still be able to move forward. But if, if a bull and a goat can do that, how much more will the son of God do when the blood of Christ is shed. Now listen carefully. See, for those of you who are questioning whether or not that mind of yours can be used for God, that mind of yours can be elevated, that mind of yours can have an invention, an innovation, a creation. You are a co-creator with God. Here it is right now. That's Hebrews 11 and 14. No, 11, Hebrews 9:14, people. How much more shall the blood of Christ, now that's what you need to know, how much more, even more God will do, God will do, even more will Jesus do for your mind. Believe it. You've got this brilliance and we're not in competition with machines at all. Here's the deal is we're in competition with our greatness. We're in competition with our purpose. We're in competition with the will of God. Get on the right side. You can't win. Get on the right side. So Hebrews nine fourteen says, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your consciousness from dead works to serve the living God? All right, people, I'm telling you, it's time for these minds. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord. It is time for the mind to mature. It is time for the sons of God to mature because God will purge your consciousness from dead works that you may serve the living God. I love that part. Serve the living God. Don't be just serving anything. Serve the living God that's in you, the Holy Spirit that you have that is here to tell you about the future. Don't be lazy. Don't be lazy, people. Stop being lazy. Oh, it's time for the mature ones to arise. You got to dig in deeper. This is not going to be easy, people. This is not going to be just a la-la land unless you make it. But I'm telling you, we can make a difference in the world. We can make a difference in the body of Christ. We are the people. We are those people. We are those people that should have inventions. We are those people that should be co-creators with God. We are those people that should be making the world a better place through the use of of artificial intelligence, through the use of robotics, not just scientists. See, we got this a little mixed up. Scientists are here. Everybody's got to study their part. But my God, if you're you're the person that can see what God sees, and, you know, when you go back and you research all these people who are these great inventors, all of them will tell you, well, you know, I don't know. I mean, it comes through work, yeah. But most of them will tell you, hey, I had an encounter with God. Hey, I had an encounter, you know. I, I got quiet and, and I had an epiphany. They call it all sorts of things, but I think it's still they're having an encounter with a co creator. Stop complaining. Start understanding. Be future ready. No more complaining. Mm-mm. No complaining this year. No no whining. Y'all stop it. Sound like Medea. No more whining. No complaining, people. We're gonna win. The next one is change your social media consumption plan. What you're going to have to do is you're going to have to make a plan. I call it a consumption plan. It's you choose how you're going to do it. One of the things they put on your on your phone now is, again, they've already trained you to use it. Now what they're saying, okay, now because there are always effects from the way we use technology. So now you have an option now to monitor yourself, but don't get it twisted. If you monitor yourself, what you're doing is you are giving them access to your habits, to how you consume this. And that's what that that little switch off button is all about, is if you say yes to monitor yourself, they get all that information too. So now they're starting to monitor, or that's going to be the big data that ultimately it'll come back and they say, well, most people... You know, they they monitor themselves. So let's devise a plan in the future that will make them think, you see, that they're in control. And so I'm saying to you, create a consumption plan. Sometimes just turn it off. Sometimes just unplug it. But use your own personal discipline to make that choice. Ah, <sighs> Man, this next one is ask for prophetic insight. Stop thinking that the pro- the prophetic is for position. <laughs> Did you hear that? Stop thinking the prophetic is for pr- position. <sighs> okay, so I'm going to ch- I'm going to challenge you to ask for prophetic insights, to ask God to show you in your field, where you work, what you do, how you're being, and to show you the insight. It's not for position. It's not for prophets, just to say. It is for the body of Christ. It is a gift, above all things, wish that all of us could prophesy. So we're going to ask God for a prophetic insight on the trends in our industry and the things that's going on around us so that we can become co-creators with him, so that he could tell you what to do in this next decade to reposition yourself. If you'll take 15 minutes a day to just sharpen your saw, you'll get ahead of the curve. Do you hear what I'm saying? 15 minutes a day will help you get ahead of the curve. Pay attention, not a bunch of stuff, but choose maybe one or two things that you know that you can do, you can be disciplined to do, and do it. Digital Minimalism um, by Cal Newport. Uh, Thank you, Lola, if you want to figure out how to minimize or to, to, to turn down that consumption on your social media. But the one way to do it is to replace a bad habit with a good habit. The good habit is our demand that we're placing on God to increase our intelligence, our awareness about what's happening in this next decade so that we can participate, we can transfer, we can be a part of the transfer of wealth. We can teach our children how to position themselves, how to start businesses, how to be co-creators, how to be inventors, how to hear God. And the way we do that is that replace that bad habit. Choose how you consume. Make a choice. Then take 15 minutes a day to sharpen your saw in your industry or things that are of interest or reskilling. That means learn something new. Go the totally opposite way. Learn how to code. Learn how to uh, learn what artificial intelligence is. Learn something, learn about robotics. All of that's available on YouTube University. In addition to that, if you want to get a certificate cuz you're you're starting to reskill, you can go to edx.org and there are minimal costs, but you get that certificate at the end of that artificial intelligence class so you can add it to your resume when you reskilling. You get that certificate for that digital uh marketing class you just to get the certificate. Whew, all right. Understand the laws. This this one is really important. There are specific laws in industry. I said earlier that technology is going to impact everything. Uh, Artificial intelligence is going to impact every single industry. There's going to be down, what do you call it, uh, downsizing of humanity people doing the work in every single industry. So know your industry, Brenda. Know your industry, Tanya. Know your industry, Lola. Spend some time understanding what are the new laws. You can just Google what are the new laws pertaining to health and fitness? What are the new laws for 2020 pertaining to such and such? Do you understand what I'm saying? Is that Take the time to understand when these laws are being implemented. The one thing that I have noticed in in the uh, political realm is that, you know, there were laws that took place in Obama's term that are now just starting to be implemented now. You know, they are not all, when the law is passed, it may take three years or four years to phase these things in, but it's important that you know how it's going to impact your industry and I think I've said this one is take risk pay attention to the flow of statistics. I mean over and over again I see I see this. I was in uh South Africa a few maybe 3 or 4 years ago speaking on a panel talking about infrastructure uh and what's going to happen in 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 Africa. This is like 3 or 4 years ago. Uh by business I am a real estate developer. I have a a firm that does that. Um, And so I was there speaking on uh, Africa's infrastructure. And and in preparation for that that speech, I was looking at the statistics. At that time, they had projected within 40 years, uh, $940 billion would be spent on infrastructure for the continent of Africa. Now, infrastructure is your roads, it's your utilities, it's um, your oil, your gas, all of that stuff that makes countries work. But for the continent, and my question was to the audience is, how will you position yourself kind of to be future ready? You know the money is going to happen. Are you going to be in line? Are you still asking for what was yours? I'm just saying, get your children ready to participate in this transfer of wealth. it's going to happen, but don't be a sideliner. So take risks. Pay attention to the flow of statistics. If it's something that you're interested in, pay attention. All right? And when those laws are, are I'm sorry, not that, but studies are done, if you see the numbers, someone, uh, someone already is becoming future ready. They're just waiting for the lever to be pulled. They're just waiting for acceptance. They're waiting for the early adopters. They're waiting for people to see what they see. So start paying attention to those things so that you can be a benefactor um, in that space. And then finally, in this decade, I just want to declare these things, that we're going to get there, people. Whatever God placed in your heart, that future that he's placed in your heart, that word spoken in due season, this is our due season, and don't get caught up in these 12 months. Don't get caught up in all that la-la. You hear what I'm saying? Because guess what? Over the next 12 months, you're going to have plenty of distractions. Already, we got the new year and in, in the 1,800 commercials you're going to see about getting fit. Don't do it if you hadn't done it. If you want to do it, do it, but don't get caught up in the uh, yeah, 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 right? Pay attention to something else that's more important. Number two, February, they're going to get you with all of that sweetheart stuff, all right? Go ahead and fall for it. How many times? I did it 54, you know, maybe 50 years, Okay. The next year is going to be uh, St. Patty's Day. It's going to be maybe Resurrection Sunday. It's going to, I mean, every single month, there is something to keep you distracted. So choose how you're going to be a consumer because our focus is going to be on being producers, paying attention to what's happening in this decade so that we can make more millionaires and billionaires and participate in this transfer of wealth. All right, and then um, we're going to get there. Open your eyes. Wake up. Open your eyes, people. It's time, when I say open your I'm talking open the eyes of your spiritual understanding. Stop this here. Change your position. Change this position, people, where your head is always down. Open your eyes. Start paying attention to what's really going on around you. How people are really living together in community and what's actually happening and start asking God, how do you want me to uh, change my city? Remember Amos 9? He's going to plant new things in these cities, some vineyards, and they're going to produce some good wine. But if you ain't looking, you won't be part of that planting process because when you see one farmer doing it, they go to the next one. Then there's the next one. You know, you see the CBD or you see um, what is all of the what are they called? You know, the weed. I don't know the official name, (laughs) the marijuana. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the cannabis. They try to make it nice. But anyway, the cannabis, all of this stuff, if it's within your wheelhouse, God gave me a dream about cannabis. I didn't even know that there were cannabis stocks. And this was almost two years ago. Well, when I woke up from the dream, that's why you better give your your mind to God for some deep learning, some deep understanding. When you go to sleep, when you drop in those realms, let him uh, purge your consciousness from dead works that you might serve the living God when you wake up. And he gives you a dream like that. And then you wake up at three in the morning. You know, he likes to talk to me in the holy hour. And so it was about three in the morning. I popped right up. Right. I was like, is there miracle? holy spirit did not tell you questions was the currency of the future let me show you how it manifested people all right some of y'all too holy to buy that cannabis i do understand however i'm not that that holy uh in that space because i heard from god so i figured it must have been a holy direction so here when i heard the word there are cannabis stocks i immediately woke up this is two years ago and started to check out what stocks? I mean, how do you even buy marijuana stocks or whatever, right? I found a company in Canada, and Canada was ahead of most people, and there were only six states in the United States at that time, so it may have been two or three years ago. Uh <laughs> how you say, I'm not too holy. So, I look for these companies, and then I stayed with the Holy Spirit. Guess what? I kept asking the question, Lord, what does this mean? What do you want to do? And then the Lord began to speak to me. He says, you know, if as as these laws change, then there's going to be uh, what you call um, regulations around certain things. Just like there's regulations around pharmaceuticals, there would be re- regulations around this area. So who is the bottler? That's what I asked the Holy Spirit. So I asked another question. Then of course I kept. After about an hour, I, I I settled on one or two of these stocks to buy, and I did not look at it for about a year. Right? Well, my stock made four hundred percent. I'm just saying. I wish I wouldn't have been so scared and put like ten thousand, twenty thousand. I had like a $1, thousand dollars, fifteen hundred in just one of those TD Ameritrade, and I said, like, Well, I'm gonna try this. But, I'm going to try, God. I didn't trust him. I could have probably put like ten, twenty thousand dollars 20000 in it and 400% a year and a half later, you can't beat it. So I'm just saying, place a demand on God to increase your intelligence, to give your heart to God when you go to sleep. And, and remember, hey, people, go to sleep, get off these phones, put them down, put them in the unplugged box so you can get your life back and you can start to hear what God is saying. All right, and finally, um, number one, I, I can't get y'all no numbers because I didn't get you so much, but I do want to leave you with this word, refocus. Oh my God, come on, refocus. There is nothing greater than focus, people. And if you can put your heart into a place of focus, remember I, I gave you this 15 minute challenge, just challenge yourself to focus for 15 minutes. Your mind is so powerful, but w- you know, we've got to get it back. We've got to take it back. You, you can focus in worship. You can focus on your business. You can focus on that one thing that's going to make you better. For those who just came on here, in order for you to compete in this future-ready um, environment for the next next decade, you are going to have to make yourself rare and valuable, meaning that you're going to have to converge your gifts and talents, multiple, we're beyond the season of going to school for one thing, we're beyond the season of doing this for 30 years, your mindset is going to have to be adaptable, it is going to have to be agile, meaning that you're going to have to open up and ask God to give you this mind of uh, versatility, of an open mind as a learner, and it's going to make a difference in your life. I've given you a tool, edx.org. It's fairly inexpensive. You can improve and reskill yourself by going to that site and take a micro master just to help you get better. And by the time all of these skills began to converge, you're going to be able to enter into new places. You're going to be able to participate in this transfer of wealth. So do it, people next thing is i want to finish this by reigniting future that's in you i want every one of you to think about what did god tell you to do what did he put in you what word spoken to you needs to be reactivated reignited you know the kingdom of god is voice activated uh, they take everything. Deep learning came right from God and he put it in your brain. They model everything God has already done and is just in a machine. Now go to sleep so he can rewire and purge your consciousness from those dead works that you may rise up in the morning and you will serve the living God with dreams and visions and activity of who you are. Come on, people. Next thing is uh reset. The one thing I will say is that the natural things do give us an opportunity to take advantage of the energy in the earth. So this newness is now it's an opportunity for you to hit the reset button because everybody around you just naturally, they're going to be tolerant of a reset. So if you need to reset, you're going to have some grace to do it because of the natural things. But go ahead and hit that reset, elevate to the next level reassess your skills pay attention to what's going on around you and we have this innate thing you could hear that doom is coming but you don't believe it's ha- is going to happen to you everybody just has it i don't know what that is but i'm saying make a legitimate choice reassess your skills and if you do nothing else but choose one of those courses on edx get through it be persistent you can get through it you can audit the course and learn the knowledge so you got to retrain yourself reassess so you can begin to reskill that's it people i didn't ran to the bottom of my page we just gonna get there so that we can be future ready my god thank you holy spirit i'm gonna have to go back and listen to you again so, everybody, thank you so much, number one, for sharing this broadcast. Um, I want to encourage you that this year in 20, 2020, we're starting our first SEER group with a ministry in Houston. Uh, but we can bring on so many more people, uh, to that process. I am serving this ministry, but I am going to do it's called the Sierra Groups which is Spiritual Enterprise Entrepreneurial Roundtables where I will begin to um really share the knowledge base that God has given me in business and you can check out my website at AnnaMcCoy.com, but I have a uh, I've been in business for over 20 years our company has raised over 800 million dollars um from institutions, and so I 'm only sharing that for the perspective of business and how we've communicated, and then i 'm just a believer, and I love God, and He connects these things the way He lets me see them and so the seer round table is so that as we begin to talk about business and what you're doing, how you're going to impact that community, how can you take your business to the next level that is my anointing. So I do do personal coaching or business coaching. I do not mentor with exception of doing things this way because I can't do all of that. You know what I'm saying? I I can't do all that. (laughs) However, uh, if you want to do business with me, you can join one of my SEER groups and I am going to do some in person here in Austin, Texas. I'm going to do one per quarter that these are small groups and probably no more than eight to 10 people. I'll invite you into our little hub that we have here and we will go through uh, business. We'll talk about what you're doing and let God do whatever he does, but I'll share what I do have. Hey, Dr. Andrea, you loved and appreciate it. Um, So thank you for listening and praise God. Take this information, share it with your people, whatever, take it to the next level. Be future ready, and you can get your T-shirt at annamccoy.com. It's not on there yet. Just send me a message if you want one, and we'll get you one made. All right. So know that you're loved and appreciated, celebrated, valued. I am like so super excited about this new day, this new opportunity to win. Y'all know I got to I got to hype up because I can, right? If this phone don't go off first, so th-
1: I'm hanging it out.
0: What? Camera green. All right, here we go. Let's see if it's going to come up. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me see if I'm connected because I got to be finishing. Everybody needs to listen to New Day by Danny go- Gokey. Okay? Y'all need to just put that on y'all alarms when y'all wake up because I'm telling you, you need to know every day because it's going to happen day upon day. So, it's going to be happening while one thing is happening. Another one will be happening. So, you need to be reminded daily that be future ready. Let me see if I can get my little stuff to play.
1: Hey! You got this freedom! Open your eyes! Open your eyes. Come in! It's a new day! We can't live in the past, people! Reignite those impossible dreams. Be the one you never thought you you would be. We're going to do it, people. Mm. All right. Woo! Woo! It's coming, coming. The old has gone away a new decade.
0: Your notifications when I broadcast because I'll be coming to you often. You're loved and appreciated. Talk to you soon, everybody. Go be great. It's a new day. Bye.